This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Fresh off of Corey Kluber giving up 111 consecutive hits in yet another Red Sox defeat on the road at the hands of the Cleveland Guardians and former friend Tito Francona. He's off the mound, right, Andy? I don't know, but he got Klubered. Oh, I apologize, audience. You know what? No, everything's on the table for this Friday edition of Breaking Boston, June 9th, 2023. It's your old pals, Fitzy Hart. We're breaking Boston, giving you a hot cup of what you need to know to feed your rabid Boston sports fandom. And guess what, Andy? This weekend, baby, having lost two or three on the road, coming back in the haze of the Canadian wildfires, I think I see a rivalry weekend. It's Red Sox-Yankees. Oh, wait a second. No one's excited for it. Could that be because the Yankees aren't as good as we thought they were or could be? Could it be because they have many injuries? Could it be because the Red Sox aren't that good right now that the Red Sox finally have a losing record on the season as they near the halfway point? Or could it just be that we reached peak rivalry and there just isn't the same interest in what was considered the greatest rivalry in North American professional sports anymore? I offer you this quote as catalyst, as fire starter, as impetus, if you will, to get this pod rolling today. Yankees pitcher Nestor Cortez interviewed by Fox Sports, Fox Sports, about the Red Sox-Yankees rivalry, had this to say, quote, it doesn't feel like what we have with Tampa now or with Toronto now. You could argue that the Red Sox haven't been who they really are the last couple years, end quote. And end rivalry. Show me on the post where he's wrong. I just ran the no lies detected O-meter He ain't spitting any mistruths. There's no fake news here. Nestor Cortez is right. The sad state of affairs in Red Sox-Yankees is that the rivalry has fallen on hard times. As a matter of fact, we may be slapping it with a DNR order sometime soon, Andy. 
it's on life support. And, and while some of it may be because of history and the fact that it's aging out right now, also some of it has to do with the fact that who the hell cares about these Red Sox? Well, I think he nailed it. There's a lot of layers to this. I mean, the, the first layer came in 04. They, you know, once the Red Sox got over the hump, it changed the makeup of this rivalry. Yeah. But it could have kept going. It could be livelier and rivalrier than it is right oh, now. That's a good on. word. Judges. That's a good word. It's it's yeah, early. We'll it's yeah, it will allow yeah. it. It's fine. Coffee. Uh <laughs> rivalry. <laughs> It, it starts first. He's right. The uh-huh. Red Sox aren't who they used to be. No. There is, and we can have much larger conversations, and we will in the future. Heim Bloom, who's to blame? What? But all the things that we complain about as Red Sox fans. Oh, how come it doesn't seem like you're doing business like you used to? Like, you know, you would re-sign your star players instead of me watching them play in California in late night games, or. When a big name was on the open market, you would actually be involved in trying to bring him to Boston other than Trevor Story, whose only value so far has been run, one of our favorite players, out of town. Like, mm-hmm. th- this uh, is Don't not- forget to also occupy a portion of the salary and sit on the bench recovering. Yes, and this is not the evil empire battles back in the day where Red Sox-Yankees didn't just compete for 162 and then in the playoffs, they competed all year round, right, mm-hmm. for players for who was the big dog in the mm-hmm. AL East, and now they're not. And the reality is, yeah, the, the Blue Jays are more exciting. The Blue Jays have young star players. Like, that's part of everything. What we feel as Red Sox fans that I've ranted on a couple times already, already in the last month, about what am I latching on to with the Red Sox? Like, what do I feel great about? Even if they're not winning now, do I feel great about Young players. Oh, Verdugo. Do I feel great about him? Oh, he's been benched because he doesn't try. He's not a try of hard. All the guys. He's, he's the ultimate try hard. But like Except when you have, when you have poisoned the well of Alex Verdugo, when the when the spiral of your team has actually gotten to like Mister Effort, Mister Energy, the spark plug in right field, and he's dogging it off from first to second, gets pulled from a game, and then doesn't play in the next one, where the Red Sox get their junk handed to him. Thanks, Clova. Uh, that's bad. Like, that's bad. Like we're, like you said, we, it, today is not the, it's time for Heim Bloom to go pod, but also I think it might be time I can for start Heim that Bloom. If you want. <laughs> Anytime you want to veer off into Heim Bloom should go the trash GM Ugh. who collects trash year round should go. No, but we won't do that because the Yankees are not without blame for the failure in this rivalry. The Yankees are not the Yankees either. The Red Sox are not the Red Sox, but the Yankees are not the Yankees. Well, but the Yankees at least are still spending top dollar premium money. Now they they're not. Out of it? They're not spending what the Dodgers spend. They're not they spending recently. The, yeah, they've had. You know the last. Do you know the last time the Yankees won the World Series? Long time ago, two thousand and nine. So the Yankees aren't who one. the Yankees no, were. They, they they've only won a World Series. Basically and I know this because century. old friend Mike Parenti from Patriots.com over the years is a rabid Yankees fan and loves to bitch about the Yankees, whether they're winning or losing. Great follow on Twitter if you want the most negative Yankees fan on the planet. Okay. But the reality is, yeah, that's a long effing time for a team that is still the Yankees during the offseason, is still trying, is still trying to play the big market spend money game and does have the ability to. Here's an idea retain your superstars mm. like judge even mm-hmm. though he now big boy have little toe injury that leave him on the il um <coughs> excuse me but the yankees somebody has to be competing for a world series for it to really be the heights right back in the day they were both competing mm-hmm. the, the early 2000s they were competing for the world series 
now I feel like there's a a realization in both fan bases that they're kind of not really competing for the World Series. The Yankees are middle of the road. The Red Sox are below the road. Well, the Yankees, okay, so as of right now, you're, you're right, Andy, but at the, like the Yankees still do spend a ton of money. Their farm system yeah. has brought some quality players up it? in recent years. Well, what you do get you get from it? Right now, with Aaron Judge on the shelf, they are 37 and 27, which is not a bad record now if we're going to play the... Out? We're going to play. Well, that's because the Rays are absurdly good right now. Oh, but oh, the Yankees, oh, so the Yankees, the Yankees are a wild card are the team. Mm -hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Time out. Well, let's pick up right there. Okay. So the Yankees I are the Yankees. And don't label me the excuse maker for, of all teams, the Yankees. Well, you are. Because if they're the Yankees, they don't bitch about, oh, that team in Tampa is really good. They're absurd. No, if you're the freaking Yankees, you're absurd. You're the Yankees. You don't hear Mike Tyson, oh, that guy, that guy, no, nah, no, nah, that's not fair. He He's punching harder than he used to. No. If you're the baddest man on the planet, if you're mm -hmm. the baddest team in baseball, like the Yankees are supposed to be mm -hmm. historically, then you don't bitch about the Tampa Rays. I'm sorry. So that's the point. They're not the Yankees. They Correct. are not. Just like the Red Sox are even further from being the Red Sox. But you combine those two things together, you have a mediocre team, a last place team, and it's the weirdest thing. No one's getting all hot and bothered that they're playing. I would also say you gave them the opportunity to suck mm -hmm. by putting. So this is I don't even know what date. June, whatever. June it, is, 9th. it is June 9th. And as of June 9th, uh, whilst I check with our friends at Fangraphs, the New York Yankees have a 2023 payroll of two hundred seventy three million dollars. Yeah. What's the Red Sox payroll? Why don't you do that? Okay, well, I will. Give me a second. Why don't you? No, but my point was, I would have liked to have seen Red Sox Yankees early in the year where I convinced myself that the Red Sox don't suck. I've now had the chance to realize they suck. Chris Sale is on the IL. Corey Kluber is clubbered on the mound. Now, it was it was bad the first time, but like you had a one. Yes, you had one. You you were allowed one. Going back to the same well was miserable. That was as bad as his pitching. Yeah. Okay, that will allow. Uh, your Boston Red Sox, your attention, please, your attention. The Red Sox payroll for 2023 is $196 million. So, so it's a full, a, uh, like $80 million less than, less than, okay, there you go. Now, thank you very much, Coop. Uh, there's your payrolls in Major League Baseball for the season. Oh, my God, the Mets, for the Mets to be absolute garbage. Uh, and by garbage, I mean just underwhelming. They have a $350 million payroll. The pods coming in at like, who coming in hot. 250. Wow. How about hey, that? You'd think you could get over 500 for. I know. You really would million. think you can. Uh, producer Cooper Leon or Coop Leon chiming in with this little stat. The New York Yankees have a record of 51 and 29 against the Red Sox in the last five years between June 9th, 2018 and June 9th, 2023. Good job, Coop. You have earned your check today. Uh, hopefully, you'll actually see it one day. That via our friends over at StatMuse. So the Yankees, like, it's A, not really as much of a rivalry as it used to because the tables are nope. tilted towards the Yankees, although the Red Sox did bump the Yankees in their most recent postseason encounters, 2018, of course, with the stupid uh, boombox over uh, the New York, New York, coming from the locker room with the Yankees, and, of course, in the one-game elimination playoff in 2021 as well. Who pitched in that game? Oh, wait, this guy who's currently the ace of the staff in Texas. How come we can't get guys like that? That was Nathan Eovaldi. Um, 
Meanwhile, Corey Kluber literally gave up eight straight hits in relief yesterday of a pitcher who had no business starting the game yesterday for the Red Sox in Cleveland, not just for the off-field, but also for on-field reasons. We're not going to get into that right now. <clears throat> Bloom, I think it's time to go. Yeah, okay. Yankees are not living up to their own billing, their hype, their history. The Red Sox are not particularly good. And also, like you mentioned, A, historically, things changed in 2004, though it still felt rivalrous, if you will. That is a word, Andy. I, th I knew you wanted to be more rivalry -er. But it yeah. still felt more rivalrous no, at times, but it's forever more rivalrier, just rivalrier. <laughs> we don't need more. That would be redundant. I'll give you a rivalrier. So it does change forever after 2004, but it can still be cantankerous. It can still be contentious. It can still be it can still be a, a bloodbath on occasion. But now players like each other. We've lost the stars. Goodbye, Jeter. Farewell, A-Rod. No more Poppy. No one wins. Yeah. And, and now it, the Red Sox. Are, now the Reds, but they, the Red Sox aren't even compelling. There's no you. star. There is no someone, at least the Yankees, you know. Yoshi. The, uh, All we have to put our eggs in is Yoshi. Ah, oh, for God's sakes. And he's he, but he's like 320. Yeah, he's a good ball player, and I think he's going to continue to be a good ball player as he continues you know who to be on those the, good teams. They, He'd be no, Bill Miller. He would be Bill Miller, who would be like bat ninth, win the batting title, and bat 320. Now you're like, this Yoshi guy, he's a nice player. He's our star. Wait, why is he our star with the Boston Red Sox? We should not have even stars. Close. Not even and close. This, the comparison, I believe we are actually contractually obligated to mention Saudi Arabia in every breaking Boston now. So uh, to tie it I, in. I actually morning, found the PGA Live merger and Messi's contract with Inter Miami more compelling than I do the Red Sox right now, if we're being fair. And this reminds me of Goldberg Undertaker in Saudi Arabia like five years ago, which was the most uncomfortable awkward wrestling match for WWE you will ever see two former stars two biggest on the game mm -hmm. you know Wrestlemania types who could barely finish a match together Goldberg could barely lift up Undertaker he almost got him hurt because he tried to jackhammer him and almost dropped him on his head and that's what the Red Sox Yankees are they're like Hey, didn't you guys used to be the Red Sox and the Yankees? Didn't everybody used to tune in? Didn't every game used to be on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball? Well, as a matter of fact, cared? Sonny, hold on a second. I have to take my pills. Yeah, like that's where we are. It doesn't. So this weekend, for example, you've got Friday night game. You've got a Saturday game, the, the classic three game weekend series. And then Sunday, you and I get to do an extended radio show as opposed to our slightly truncated in-season Sunday effort. Why? Because... Red Sox Yankees is the game of the week on ESPN. Why, but, but why? No, it's not. It is, but it's Just not. You why call is it, it the game of the week? Doesn't mean it's the game of the week. Mm. Now, even with and and uh, for and another little uh, BT dubs. By the way, here the Red Sox and Yankees are basically the reason why you have all of these rules geared towards expediting baseball, moving things along, including the pitch yep. clock, because Red Sox-Yankees games used to average, at a bare minimum, three hours and 45 minutes. They were interminable slogs. At least they'll be quicker now. But Nestor Cortez is right. It starts with, right now, you can't alter history. You can't change what's happened over the last 20 years. All you can do is work from your now. And right now, the Yankees aren't great, but at least they're still winning three games for every two that they lose. The Red Sox are a sub-500 team, not a very interesting one, and nobody knows what their long-term view, prospects, or potential are. Like, it's a mess. And, and then you mix in the fact that Devers is not having a great year. Mm -hmm. Now, I know some of it is 
balls put in play, his average is much lower than it should be expected. So he's kind of just unlucky right now. Like yeah. he he should be bad. Oh, so he's like bad puck luck. Right, exactly. Bad ballpark luck or ball luck or whatever the hell you want to call it. The reality is, in the old days, these teams were loaded with stars. So if Judge is on IL, it doesn't matter. Like if one player or the Red Sox, if Devers is struggling, it doesn't matter. And that's why I said, you know, the old days when Bill Miller was winning the batting title from ninth in the order, didn't have to have a personality, was just a fun little wear my Franklin batting gloves and go to bat kind of Mm -hmm. guy because you had – Manny and Ortiz and a depth of a roster that you Mm -hmm. cared about Mm -hmm. and that there were expectations. The Red Sox, the Red Sox don't have that at all right now. They just simply don't have that. And the Yankees just aren't, they don't, you have to, I always say, I know, I know a lot of other fans get mad in all sports, like the idea that it's good when the Yankees are good, or it's good when the Lakers are good. Like these in, historic in, in, measuring yeah, stick teams. In, yeah, in the NBA, you need basically you need the Celtics, the Knicks, the Lakers. Uh, it starts there with those teams to be good for the league to. And be And those good. are the measuring sticks. Those are the guys on top of the mountain that we other teams try to knock off the mountain. They are the you know, like everybody's rooting for the upset. So it's weird. Like we want the Celtics, Lakers, Yankees, Cowboys there, and then we want to watch another team kick their ass it's this weird dynamic but the yankees and the red sox are no longer near the top of the mountain and it's it's kind of sad it it's for what it once was for people that really remember what the rivalry and the energy in new york or in boston was in the ballpark for those games was and i know again heyday red sox won the world series dynamics change those things change don't tell me you couldn't get back there don't tell me if the Red Sox, let's just, you know, phantasmic world. Let's just pretend that uh, Bogarts and Betts and Evaldi and, are on the Red Sox and Sale is healthy uh, and Judge is healthy. Forget Sale even free. being healthy. You just get, like, keep Bogarts and Schwarber. And then I have two people yeah. who, like, you never should have, like, and Evaldi. Then all of a sudden they still feel more like the Red Sox. The payroll's like 230, 240. But we've got actual stars and we've got people that produce in big moments. And I don't care what their batting average is because. Kyle Schwarber's hitting like a buck 80, but he also was like second in the National League in home runs and had almost 50 long Johnsons last year. Like guys who do big things, who generate highlights, significant moments, temperature changers. Right now, the Red Sox are literally like the, the definition of cloudy and 56 degrees. Eh. Yeah. So no wonder why the Yankees aren't excited to come to Fenway. No wonder why Red Sox nation is upset. No wonder why you and I are here bitching like a couple of retired dudes uh, at a four o'clock happy hour waiting for the first pitch of the game. Like it makes sense. We'll be the state of the empire versus the nation. And I hate to say it. If we're going to play a quick round of the blame game at the end, Hey, Red Sox, it's kind of your fault. Yeah. They, they have fallen off further. Both have fallen off from their heyday, but the Red Sox have fallen off further. And if you ask whose fault it is, and we can mention names again, it's, John Henry and Heim Bloom. I don't, I don't know where you want to start because one is the guy enacting supposedly a plan, but the guy who hired him is most plan? responsible. Yeah, I'm not sure what the plan is. I said supposedly has a plan. I, I'm not sure what it is. I, I, I would at least give him credit enough to think he has something in mind. It's not working, and that's, I don't see it ever working. That's but, very kind of you, Andrew. But <laughs> you blame management, and you got here because of management. You are... I guess what you wanted to be or the direction you wanted to go, which is not the Yankees direction. And then the Yankees problem is finish. 
you got to win a World Series. Mm-hmm. Gosh darn New York Yankees. You yeah. have more of them than anybody, but it's been a while. Yeah, exactly. The upstart, the Rays have been telling you for years they are a rising storm on the horizon. It's here. It might be here a while. They're damn good. The Orioles have put it together. The Blue Jays are spending. They're good as well. Likely, I think it's a likely scenario that it's someone out of the AL West. Could be the Rangers, maybe the Astros if they get fully healthy versus somebody in the AL East for the American League Championship. And it's not going to be the Red Sox. And I don't see what I don't see the Red Sox getting better anytime soon. And damn it, Red Sox, if you can't be even compelling, let alone good, you at least have to make sure you take the Yankees out in the process. Or, or, or bottom out. Because Marcelo Mayer, who everybody's like putting the entire future of the organization on the poor kid's shoulders, even though he's never stepped in a big league ballpark yet. Um, you're not bottoming out. Everybody that likes to tell me, oh, our record's pretty good. We're middle of the... Yeah, so that means you don't actually get a top five pick to go no. get players. Like, who's the guy? Ellie uh, De La Rosa, the, the the guy that is taking baseball by Holy storm. Holy, sm- this, like, this guy, the guy who hits the home run, and there was that great yeah. call, by the way, like, my God, that ball had a family. Tremendous. Uh, Tremendous. Call of the year so far. But the, I see that guy, and I don't, if I'm a Reds, like if I'm a Reds fan, and let's say they go 60 and 102 this year, the fact that I can pin my hopes to him and that he has that much energy, he's that fast, those strides, and can hit a baseball like that. Well, it's now, yeah, exa- exactly. And that's exactly at the end of this black. edition of Breaking Boston. It's what this ro- former rivalry, it's what our team currently lacks, excitement. But we're excited to be here preaching about Boston sports, talking to you each and every morning, setting the table with whatever is the topic of the day in the wide world of Boston sports and more. Give us a holler anytime at FitzyGFY, at Jumbo Heart. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And we will be back Monday recapping possibly Yankees, Red Sox. Who knows? So many things. So little time. Breaking Boston is done for now. Check us out over at Six Rings and Football Things as well, where we'll be talking about OTAs, uh, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, and so much more later on today. And Sunday, we'll be on 10 to 2 on Terrestrial Radio, 93.7 FM, WEEI. For Coop, for Jumbo, for Fitzy, we have broken Boston. And sadly, Yankees Red Sox is broken too.